Welcome back to Evolving to Power, the podcast on a mission to highlight Central Florida's community and business leaders in hopes of sharing the lessons they've learned with you all to help you evolve into power. Today's episode, Max and Dr. Alicia Clarcius were joined by Andrew Haynes, who is a sports executive and serial entrepreneur now based out of Reunion, Florida. Today's show, they talked about Andrew's journey as an entrepreneur, his lessons learned, and several of the ups and downs along the way. Here's his story. Andrew, uh, thank, you so much. thank you so much for joining us on the show here today. And uh, congratulations on the success on the Andrew Haynes Show. Um, again, you're most welcome to the show today. Andrew, I'd like to kind of dive right in and basically get a little bit of your background. Uh, one of the points of fascination for us, we know that since the age of 18, you've never worked for anyone about, uh, ever. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about that mindset and ultimately what got you started on that journey. You know, I think I, I grew up a kid that wanted more, I think is where it started. You know, I, you know, my parents were both hard workers, you know, blue collar. My dad worked in a factory for 30 plus years, broke his back just to provide. And I wanted the, I wanted the Jordans. I wanted, I wanted more <laughs> than what I got. And so really it started when I was in high school and one of my uh, parents, friends who were very successful business people, they got me into network marketing, which is bizarre um, for a high school <laughs> kid. All right. So, right. so I get into this as like a junior in high school and I blow it up. I mean, I got teachers, you know, bought wow. in. I got all these, I got a big network. And so it gave me kind of like a little taste of running my own little business. And I don't really talk about that much, but I just, I really remember that point in my high school years. And I was like, okay, this is, this is good. I can, I can sell. Um, I can make a little money. And so I got out of high school, got married when I was 18 had a kid wow. when I was 18. Um, so I got a job. I didn't go to college. I didn't, I, I went straight to work. My mom got me a job at the company she worked for, did that for a year and a half. And I was just like, man, this just, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And so at 19, I started my first business and you know, I've, I've had ups and downs ever since, man. I felt like I've been rich. I felt like I've been, been broke <laughs> multiple times. But just recently going back and getting my first job since I was 19, it really kind of, it made me realize that I'm not meant to have a job. Like I just, it's our, my wife tried telling me, she's like, look, you're just not cut out to have a job. That's just not who you are. <laughs> And I hate it when she's right, because she's always right. <laughs> but it's true. I just didn't mesh well. I, I did a great job. Um, team killed it. But it just wasn't, uh, it wasn't me. I am, I am what I am. And that's just, I, I love business. I love startup business. You know, Jake will tell you, I mean, we start talking about one thing and now we want to start a network. Like, I, I'm always thinking of ways to build and I really enjoy it. So, you know, I've been involved in a ton of things over the years, but, um, you know, like the show show yeah. is a great way. I'm 41 years old now. I feel like I want to educate myself more now than ever. And sure. the, the podcast has helped me 
connect with some very successful people and you know we've even connected due to the podcast and Absolutely. you know it's just it's amazing how just that one little thing that I was I was bored and wanted to push myself is really in the last I don't even think it's been three months yet um, it's it's pretty close that's it's really had a huge impact yeah well most most of the people listening and I know in my own family it's the norm to pursue a traditional job you go to college you graduate you get a good job and you look for some sort of financial security you can pay your bills you can take care of the kids uh, what would you say uh, Andrew to uh, the entrepreneur out there that they want to go out on their own but they have a little bit of security and that fear is there with them as well and that security makes it tough and you know it's like when I went out I was 19 and my parents were like, what are you doing? You yeah. make 35,000 a year. Like you, you know, <laughs> like you have a great job. And, but I have noticed too, it is not for everyone. I mean, I've, I've, I've worked with people and, you know, there is a commitment level that it takes to be successful. And I'd say most people probably aren't willing to, to go down that path, but yeah, you have to, it's, it's either you're all in or you're all out. It, it's, it's very rare and hard to like kind of tow your, you know, toe in the water and just kind of ease into it. You got to jump into it at some point and be sure. committed and make it a legitimate um, business. So I always just say, look, prepare yourself the best that you can have as much money as you can and, and go for it. But, I've done, I've been dead broke and I've had to do it to get out of the hole. So, right, I right. mean, it can be done. Um, 100%. It can be done. That's awesome. Okay. So for the average teen, I guess, 18 graduating, um, what advice would you give them one, wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? And, um, I guess kind of tell us some of your failures maybe along the way and how you overcame them. Well, I think I, w I always tell people, get as much experience as you can. So volunteer, get an internship. I, I say this even when I speak at colleges, like college is not for everyone. And, right. you know, so I don't ever want to, you know, I don't tell my kids that, hey, you, you have to go to college or you have to do this. But um, you, ha you need to educate yourself regardless in some way, shape or form, um, you, you've, you've got to have knowledge. Um, so, I mean, I think for someone that, that is interested in that is surround yourself with other people who have started their business. You know, I am, I make myself available for people that have questions or need help. Um, kind of just like when, when we started talking about the podcast stuff, like, yeah, I, I love, I love that part of it. And so, especially when you're talking about, um, young people trying to break into that. Um, because again, I grew up not having a lot of stuff and you know, you, you need some drive, you, you need some of those things to really push you. And I think my experience, the good and the bad is, is a great way to help share with young kids. Like, look, doesn't matter what your situation is right now or what it has been. I mean, you can basically determine what it's going to be. And a lot of that is effort. You, you can control your effort 100%. 
Um, so find a mentor, number one. That way you have uh, somebody that, like myself, you learn more from the failures than you do the success. And, you know, anytime I get a chance to talk to somebody who is more experienced than me and, and success, you're going to hear the same thing. They, they've all had the highs and the lows. Uh, but if I can help somebody maybe not have as big of a dip or, or curve, that's, that's the plan. And that's how I've, I've been helped. But some of the failures for me, I mean, really come down to financial. When you start a business underfinanced, you're already in the hole. Yeah. So you, you don't have that safety net to, you know, kind of keep you afloat, say like a COVID happens, mm. you know, perfect yeah. example, um, could put you out of business. So I think not having money, I mean, obviously it's, if I didn't have it, I didn't have it. So the only way to do it was to make stuff happen. Right. Um, so I think, you know, lack of financing and, I'd say probably being more ambitious and, and not as thought out um, has cost me in the past, you know, taking on too much. And I think over the years, what I've really focused on is um, the management of my time because that's, you know, really the most important thing is how I balance my time. You know, having a, uh, a wife for 23 years, two kids. Congratulations. Multiple, yes. Thanks. Multiple businesses. Congrats. Man, yes. it's, it's tough to balance all that stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so having a good support system like Leah has been huge. I mean, she's been a business partner with me on almost everything. So I actually have somebody I can talk to about the good and the bad. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, which is great. And I, I see you guys it looks like you guys do a lot of work together, which I oh think yeah, is we great. do. We do everything together. Yeah, everything. we definitely do. I actually glue myself to him some days. Yeah, no. <laughs> maybe you're Leah's sister then. I don't know. <laughs> you won't let me out of that. <laughs> Andrew, and, and you mentioned a, a thing that you know. I just want to share out there is when we started the podcast. Um, I reached out to Andrew, and some of you may have some fears out there. Who can I reach out to and, you know, the person's more successful than me or they're doing things better than me? I reached out to you. You answered my call. We spoke for about 45 minutes, and you kind of laid out the track for what we have here today. So talk a little bit about some of that fear where someone wants to do something, someone else is doing the same thing they're doing, but they're afraid to reach out to that individual. Well, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people are afraid of rejection and right. that's what holds them back. And, you know, for me and like yourself, I mean, if, if I want something, I'm going to, I have no problem asking. I, I have no problem being told no. Um, right. But the thing is, you, you don't know unless you ask. And that's, it's kind of what I tell my kids too. It's like, don't continue to ask, but like, listen, you don't assume anything with anyone. If you're unsure, ask because yeah. you're going to leave so much on the table and we all need help. You know, like today I just reached out to somebody on LinkedIn who's doing um, a live stream podcast on LinkedIn and Jake and I had been talking about doing um, something on there. We're looking at the different platforms that they're using. So I reached out to the guy, I never spoke to him before. We had a good, you know, 20, 30 minute conversation. 
genuinely people want to help each other. Sure. And, um, you know, if, if, if they don't, you're going to find out quick, but there, there's plenty of people that do want to help. It's, it's all about like, what I look for is like, is someone serious is like somebody has a passion, the drive. Then I have no problem. It's like easy. It's easy to help yeah. those kind of people. And in my experience, I find that the more successful people are willing to help just like said. So the fear that exists is not real because when I reached out to you, it was like we knew each other forever. So uh, let me ask you this question, Andrew. Uh, 18 years old, you're now 41. Tell us a little bit about that, what that looks like. And if you could go back to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell him? Hey, look out for this. You want to do a lot of that. And, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the advice you would give to your younger self. I think it all comes back to money as far as, like, you know, you know, my, my old self who wants to be more reserved is like, have a lot more money put aside. Um, maybe don't go spend the money. I remember I, I think I talked about it in our first episode, but you know, I, I left my job at 19 and the first two months I, I made like, you know, 60 plus thousand profit. And I was like, damn, I'm rich. And, yeah. you know, I went out, bought a brand new <laughs> F-150 truck. We bought like Excitement. a big screen TV, new wow. leather furniture. <laughs> and then, and then I had no jobs for like six months and we were struggling. So <laughs> uh, I think, you know, those would be decisions that, you know, I would look at and just be like, you know, how does it add value to what I'm trying to do? And, so right now when I make a purchase, I mean, I definitely like all the toys and like to have whatever I can, but at the same time, I'm like, let's maximize what we have in the bank, especially now with my transition, we're moving back to Florida this week. Um, and you know, how can we maximize that, um, return so that we're never in that spot again? Cause it's rough. It's rough when you, when you get a little taste of money and then you go broke. I, I remember the, the one time it was rough. It was like, I remember the day I was able to buy Kool-Aid, like a Kool-Aid packet. Like I'm dead serious. Mm -hmm. It was, it was that bad. And like, I just remember that feeling and I'm like, man, this is, I never want to have that again. Wow. So wow. it seems like, you know, that, I mean, the average person has the same struggles um, that you've had, you know, in the past. Yeah. So what resources would you say, like really helped you along the way? You know, I got, I got denied um, business loans at, when I first got into business. You know, I didn't really qualify for, you know, help. My wife was opposed to um, putting the business in her name and getting some, um, you know, female um, or minority um, loans and other assistance uh, for businesses. So we pretty much did everything on our own. Um, we, we didn't get any loans from family or friends. Um, so it was really just starting with nothing. We both had jobs probably making 30 to 35,000 a year. Uh, we were basically living check to check and yeah, like most people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but I think it comes down to just being determined. Like, you know, it's just you, how bad do you want it? Yeah. You know, there's so many ways and there's, I mean, I could show somebody a way to go make 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a year if they just put the effort in. I mean, there's so many ways to make money. Um, find the passion is, is important, I think. And, you know, putting the effort in. Yeah, and I was, I was just last watching uh, Michael jo uh, Jordan's The Last Dance. And uh, he was the best because he had that passion. He had that zeal. He was the first in the gym and the last one out the gym is, is what I'm hearing you say. Also, Andrew, you talked about mentorship. Are there two or three people, uh, would you say, that's been instrumental in your life that changed your trajectory? Because I know that mentorship is key. I have mentors. Um, tell us a little bit about that. I think, I mean, I, I don't even know if it was really, it wasn't a mentorship, but you know, my dad, you know, my dad, when I was growing up, like I mentioned, he, he worked in a factory. He worked from uh, 4 PM to 2 AM, you know, every, every day. And then 7 AM, he, he ended up buying a small business. And so at 7 AM he'd get back up and he would work that business until he went to the other until <laughs> till he went to his job. No so, wonder where you got that, that, yeah. that work ethic from. And so I would go with, so basically in the morning I would go with him and he would take me to school. And so, but I would go to the job with him for, you know, an hour or two. And if I didn't have school, I was there working. If I, you know, like, you know, we had to work. And um, so seeing that is number one. I, I think that kind of, like I never had, uh, you know, like easy days. Like it was like, Hey, we need help. You got to do this. You got to do that. And, and you know, they, it, it was good. It, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was bad. Um, but that, that really led me a little bit in that direction. And then I'd say like when I first went to leave that, uh, my, my job when I was 19, it was, one of my customers, cause I was in sales at a company that sold acoustical ceilings, like drop ceilings and insulation. So my company that I started was an acoustical contracting company. So we put drop ceilings in commercial properties. Um, and so one of my bigger customers on the, the other side of the business, the insulation was very successful. He's building this million dollar house and, you know, but he's a hard, he's a hard, hard worker. Like I see him putting in that time. So I started working with him on the side just to kind of be around him. And, you know, he gave me a lot of advice over the years and was very um, instrumental though. But again, just like my dad, hard worker, like getting your hands dirty, like, Hey, I'm not, you know, I got a million dollar house, but man, my hands are ripped up and mm -hmm. exactly. And so that kind of, those things kind of gave me that old school mentality of like, man, you gotta, you gotta grind and there's, there's no nine to five. And you know, when you're your own boss, I mean, right. when somebody tells me that I'm like, dude, you have no clue what you're getting into because <laughs> it's 24 seven. And, and that doesn't mean you can't have family time and, and set time apart, but like when it's your business, I mean, you're on call basically. 
Right. And right. So you can be you be willing to do it? Can you kind of explain that to maybe the young um, teens that are out there? Because I know I, I had the same story. You know, my dad used to uh, deliver newspapers, and I actually had to go out there with him. And also my mom, you know, she tried starting a business as well, and I tried helping her. But, um, you know, I just feel like the kids of today are missing that. So can you kind of explain a little bit more about being an entrepreneur and what it really takes to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, it's tough with, you know, the younger um, generations, that's for sure. I've got a 23-year-old and a 16-year-old, so I definitely can relate. But I mean, it, it just, you know, when you, in my opinion, and everybody is different, when you start a business, I mean, the responsibility, you know, is, is huge. I mean, that's the responsibility. I mean, that is what is going to pay your bills. That's what's going to provide for your kids. And that means that there's sacrifices that have to be made. So instead of me going to um, the vacation or going out with my friends Friday night um, or, you know, going, going golfing, like, I have to prioritize and, you know, when, when stuff comes up with your business, I mean, that is number one priority, but it just, it, it consumes you. And especially me, I, like I said, anything I get into, I want to become the best. So, you know, with Jake in the podcast, I've been, I've been bothering him because I just, I want to learn everything so that I know, how it works. And, um, so I may not be working in my business, you know, 24 seven, but I'm continuing to try to improve myself, which in turns going to improve my business. I heard Les Brown say, uh, uh, if you do what is easy now, your, your life will be hard later. And if you do what is hard right now, which is what you've been doing, your your life will be much busy later. Uh, Andrew, I mean, you know, we know the Andrew Haynes show is successful. Uh, tell us about some of the projects that you're working on right now. Well, with um, the podcast that I've got, I started a series called Free Agent Fridays, which it was kind of one of those oh, crazy. Way, I, I follow it. Yeah, it's, yeah, and that's a pretty cool name too. <laughs> it was just a crazy thing, and I think I like. I was so excited, and I I, I called Jake, and I was hoping he, he would shoot dumb. me down. I was <laughs> like, if he shoots me down, I am gonna cry. <laughs> you know, it's like when you have that good idea, you just you're you want you want to be reassured. And right. Jake's like, you know what, I. I I think that's, I think that's a great idea. So I was like, thank you, Jake. Yeah. Well, when he followed up, he's, he's like, I think this might be one of the best ideas of my life. I'm like, there's no way I can shoot this. <laughs> Just lie I mean, to me, please. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was such a win-win for everybody involved. And as, as pretty much everybody knows, the entire sports industry was shut down for about three months there. Um, yep. And things are starting to open back up again. But in, in the middle of it all was right when Andrews launched his podcast. We came with, came to me with this idea of like doing this thing called free agent Fridays. Um, so free agents because it's sports obviously. And um, there's a lot of people that are out of their jobs in the sports industry. So um, we interview like eight to 12 people every week and Andrew sits down with them and, and basically does a legitimate job interview and then puts them out on a podcast and all their episodes go out on YouTube to help them all find their jobs um, within the sports that's awesome. industry. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We've already had a handful of people get jobs 
Um, That's fantastic. And people have received interviews because of it. So it was something that is, is really evolving still. But initially we talked about doing one a week. And the response that we've gotten is <laughs> it's like, if I did one a week, I'd have to do this for a hundred years because there's so many people. Whoa, wow. There's so many people, unfortunately, that have been affected. And so I'm like, let's do as many as possible. And then I think we did two weeks. And then I was like, I put on Facebook or uh, LinkedIn. I was like, hey, I'm looking for a sponsor for Free Agent Fridays because it's a, it's a lot of time. I mean, Jake does a lot of the editing on the audio and that I do the video. And so within 24 hours, I had somebody to sponsor it. That's amazing. And it's just, it just goes to show you, I mean, it's just because it's, it's having such a positive impact. So that's a project that is, it, it does take up quite a bit of time. Like today I have four uh, recordings. So I just got done doing uh, three before this and I have another one afterwards. Um, yesterday I did five. So that's a fun, it's, it's great too, because I get to meet a lot of good people that, you know, lost their jobs, not due to their effort or work, but um, COVID. So it's letting me grow my network as well. Um, so I've got that. I just recently um, acquired the rights to um, American Gladiators Fitness. And I don't know awesome. if you guys remember the show American Gladiators, but Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yes. the, uh, the founder of that was one of my neighbors in uh, Windermere. I worked on another project with him a few years back. And so he's been kind of talking to me about it. So basically I'm the new master license for American Gladiators Fitness worldwide. Congrats. Wow. Congrats. So, yes. so we're going to, once I get my office set up down in Florida, um, that's going to be a big focus is launching that. And basically what it is, is it's just, it's a licensing opportunity. So if you're a personal trainer or you have a current gym, you can come under our license, our, our brand and open, you can operate the style you want. You can operate, you know, we're not restricting people on how they operate their business. The number one thing we want is highly qualified trainers. That's, that's really the criteria. Because to, to get the license is, is very minimal. It's $2,000 a year. It's $295 a month to open your own American Gladiators Fit Club. Mm. Uh, and then obviously, whatever, however big you want to make it, so on and so forth, protected territories. So that's, that's a new project I'm really excited about. I haven't really, I've put a, some teasers out there, but I think next week is when we'll start putting out press releases and get heavy on that. And then doing consulting still for sports teams. So I've had a few teams reach out to me once I left the, the nationals up here. Um, and that's always a lot of fun and consulting as opposed to having to be there full time. I like that too, but well, our family well, just welcome made the back to Well, that's the thing. I mean, the family's like, look, this is, this is us. Like Florida is us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my son is a, he'll be a junior in high school. He wants to go to school at his, you know, prior school. Um, and we just, we love palm trees and sunshine. So <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> and, and, and better for me, I, I have easier access to you now. 
No, I'm telling you, we're gonna, gonna go out to dinner when we get down there, the four of us. So definitely, yeah, we'll definitely. fly Jake down too for for some a week or something. You can stay at my know. place, Jake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> definitely. So, amazing things happening, and and uh, also Andrew, where can people find you? Uh, people that want to get involved, people that want to be part of this uh, American Gladiator. I know, I grew up watching American Gladiator. Uh, how can people find you? How can they reach out to you? How can they locate you on uh, all social platforms? Right. On, on, I think every social platform, it's Andrew G. Haynes. And um, online, andrewghaines.com. And then I have the andrewhaineshow.com. Um, but if you just search for Andrew Haynes, you'll have to find me. So I'm probably one of the easiest people to find, um, which is good. Um, but... Yeah, if you check those out, um, AmericanGladiatorFitness.com uh, is our website for that. But it's, I'm really excited. You know, I, I love the startup phase of businesses. Um, we also, Jake and I are launching, you know, AZ Sports and Entertainment Network, AZSE Network um, for, for people who want to launch podcast shows and, um, or already have shows. So excited about that because we've got, I mean, what are we up to? Maybe a half dozen yeah. shows. Yeah. So, you know, that's awesome. That's going to mm -hmm. grow. And it's just another way to um, get information out there. And as you can see, uh, uh, the, man the man doesn't stop grinding. That's why he's Andrew Haynes. So some of you, if you're, if you're looking to shy away from the hard work, it's not going to happen. You got to get your hands dirty. Uh, 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 any other advice, Andrew, you would like to give, um, you know, uh, from your own experience or even us uh, with this podcast? You know, what can we, what's some of the potholes we can look out for, challenges, how can we better ourselves? Because, uh, you know, we want to provide a platform like this for people like yourself to come on and give amazing advice like you've done today to help change the trajectory of someone else's uh, uh, life. I mean, I think it kind of goes back to what we said, you know, really like reach out to someone that you see um, is doing something that you want to do or that you see them doing it very well. You know, continue to put yourself in a position to learn, you know. So I want to get with you and learn more about, you know, some of the real estate and some of the other stuff that that uh, you're involved with. Uh, but surround yourself with with, you know, successful people or people who are hungry um and it it wears you know it'll it'll not wear off but rub off um i always have like a lot of energy so um you know i'm hyper i guess but <laughs> you know hopefully that wears off on some people and you know i did i know it did up here with with our sales team i mean it totally changed their outlook um but just having a positive mindset you know, it's so easy to be negative. You know how many times I get told no in a day? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's frustrating. If I let that bother me, I'd never be able to move forward. There's always going to be roadblocks. There's always going to be people telling you that you can't do it. You can't do this. You, you know, they're everywhere. Haters are everywhere. Mm -hmm. And those are the people who aren't doing anything. You know, right. they're just sitting around and they don't want to see you succeed because they're not. And I use it as motivation. 
Right. I would say that energy that you have is not ADHD. It's rather dry. (laughs) So you can tell our listeners where you get some of that drive from. Like what what really pushes you? Where do you get these ideas from? Do you lay in bed and just wake up and say, oh, you know, let's. let's Do you meditate? Right. You know, what is is weird is I just downloaded a book on meditation, an e-book or not an audio book. My first audio book. I bought it last night. And I was, I started listening to it, but <clears throat> I, I was reading an article on all these successful people and some of the things that they do. And there was a common thread in there with meditation. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I downloaded this book and I just started it last night. So we'll see how it, how it goes. But I mean, <laughs> I, I just, you're I want to continue to improve good. myself. So mm-hmm. absolutely. So absolutely. And the thing about it, uh, talking about that drive, I know for me, it's just building a better life for my kids, you know, uh, changing, uh, removing some of their limiting beliefs that will push me. That's a huge factor. I mean, that's, that's one of mine when I was, you know, 19, starting my first business. I had a a one-year-old daughter. My daughter was two pounds, five ounces when she was born. Mm -hmm. She was premature. Um, that was a big motivator for me. And then I, you know, I was married and number one, I want to take care of, like, I, I spoil these guys. I want to, we were just talking about it last night, my (laughs) wife and son. And I was like, look, you guys are spoiled. I love to spoil you guys. Uh, so that's, that is big motivation. Um, another thing though, that I just, I wanted to bring up is, you know, being able to problem solve is I think a very important thing, um, you know, for a business owner, really for, for any position, it could be great, but being able to solve problems quickly, being able to make decisions. And that was another thing in that same article I read is making decisions quickly, you know, and you're not going to be right all the time, but it's a lot easier to fix the wrongs than it is to delay making a decision. And um, that was uh, the owner of Amazon talking about that is one of the most important things for him is being able to make quick decisions, get 70, 70% of the information that's relevant, make a decision. If it's wrong, you know, you pivot, you make a correction and you're back on track faster. I mean, that's pretty much life. Like you, you have to be able to pivot. You know, you can't be stuck. A lot of people get stuck in their ways and stuck. No, it's going to work. It's going to work. And it hasn't been working for the past five years. And they're afraid to pivot. You, you have to. And it's especially now, too, with social media, with everything else that's at our fingertips. Like if the people who kind of stay the course are a lot of times the ones who don't make it because mm-hmm. there is going to be some pivots along the way. And identifying those and you just can't second guess yourself. And you know, I, I mean, I made mistakes, but it's like, you can't, you don't second guess it. Just make, make adjustments going forward. Yeah. And, and who could have predicted COVID? That's a, that's a perfect pivot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For everyone. Everyone had to learn from this. Yes. It's crazy. I, if you yeah. would have gave me like a hundred choices, to pick what would be, what would happen. This would never have been <laughs> on my list. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully this is an opportunity for people not only to pivot one, but to prepare, right? Not that we're going to predict uh, negative things happening, but to be in a position where if and when it does happen, we're, we're prepared for that. Yeah. And I think one of the other things that I'm, I'm focused on now is uh, just multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see how different industries are impacted differently. I, real estate, from what I see and hear from everybody I know in it is they're killing it right now. Um, yeah. You know, construction, other, other service related companies are doing very well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not negatively impacting every industry. Um, so by having multiple streams of income in a variety of industries, it also will protect against unforeseen major issues like this. Yeah. Right. Awesome. And uh, Andrew, if you can just elaborate a little bit, for some people, multiple streams of income doesn't even enter into their minds, into their thoughts, right? They think that uh, I was listening to Bob Proctor and he said that um, there's three ways to make money, M1, M2, and M3. N1 being that working for money. And he says that most people that work for money never get there. And you mentioned multiple streams of income. Uh, you know, how would you go about um, letting someone know or whether they start to diversify their finances or ways to make uh, different streams of income? I mean, like for me, it's the stuff that I'm working on. It just, it, you know, the, the podcast thing came up because, Hey, it's uh, I get hit up every day by people wanting to start a podcast my expertise is sales and marketing. So why don't we help them and we can handle the sales and marketing side for their shows and build another stream that way where we're creating new revenue for somebody creating revenue for us. Um, But it's like, just like that. It's like, you know, what skills do I have that, you know, I can utilize to, to make more money. And with, with my time, with, with anything. I mean, you can make a hundred thousand dollars just going to yard sales and garage sales. If you want, you (laughs) legit can. I mean, people will laugh, but if you put the effort in that you put into your job 40 hours a week and you're genuine about it, you can make a hundred grand. There's no doubt. I don't, I just, I think that that is an easy example for somebody. If, if they want to make money, 50,000 a year, there's, there's a million things that cost, you know, do you got 50 bucks, a hundred bucks? If you do, you can turn it into money. If you, if you're disciplined, if you want to, maybe you're not going out Friday because you need to put that money into mm-hmm. to doing something, yeah. but are you willing to make that sacrifice? And a lot of people say yes, but then a lot of people end up Don't not. So you really got to get to that point where, you know, you're hungry. You want it bad enough. Yeah. You want it bad enough. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and, uh, 
you know, giving us some amazing advice. Uh, you know, you're certainly someone that I look up to. I see what you're doing, and I definitely want to emulate those things. And, uh, you know, thank you so much. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I'm glad that I got to be um, the first guest, too. That's, uh, that's cool. I'm glad we were able to connect, though, seriously. And um, you guys are doing some great stuff, too. You guys do a good job on social media. And uh, I, like I said, I, I'd love to, you know, grab dinner with you guys sometime and uh, meet when we get down there. We get in our house Saturday. Definitely. Okay, awesome. Yes, thank you so much, Andrew, as well. And we look forward to meeting you in oh person. God. Yeah. hey podcast fans thank you for listening to today's episode of evolve into power if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on apple Podcasts to get updates for future episodes we'll see you next time